in the first episode of the Hedgehog Zone, we will be introducing ourselves. We'll also be talking about our top and our worst five Sonic games. We will also be talking about our favorite Sonic moment. Never an easy one to mention because there have been a lot of amazing moments in the history of our Blue Blur. And finally, we'll be talking about our section, The Blue Rumor. So sit back and enjoy the first episode of The Hedgehog Zone. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Hedgehog Zone. Uh, we are really glad for, to have you join us for this first episode. Uh, and my name is Luis. I am the host of this episode. And today I am joined uh, by a couple of people all across the country, uh, but more so focused on the east side of the United States. Uh, and I'd like to introduce you all to each of these co-hosts. We are going to have more in the future, but from the get-go, here are our first uh, co-hosts that we will have on the Hedgehog Zone. First, uh, I want to start with Paul. How are you doing, Paul? And just to start, can you tell us more about how you became a Sonic fan and really your overall hobbies in, in the video game world? Very well. Nice to meet you, Luis. As he said, my name is Paul Arthur Mays, but you can call me Paul for short. I am 31 years old. Currently reside in the great state of Georgia, more specifically the east side. Um, 31 years old. I became a Sonic fan pretty much when I was a kid growing up. It was the very first game that I played, uh, Sonic 2 more specifically, which I think is the greatest of all time because it was the first one I played. Um, I became a Sonic fan because he was the first. And I just love the the blue. Blue is my favorite color also, so it all just fits right on in. And I just remember growing up, anytime a new Sonic game were to come out, I'd be like, I gotta get it, I gotta get it, I gotta get it. So I've just been playing and playing and playing. And I just and I realized recently that you know I was born in 1989 and Sonic came out in 91. So I was like, wait a second, I'm older than Sonic the Hedgehog. So Sonic is like a little brother to me, kinda. So uh, uh, overall hobbies, of course, I like to play games. I like to, you know eat i love to cook i love to eat you know big foodie you know you follow my instagram you can see a bunch of food pictures um i love trying new things uh, i actually have my own podcast uh, it's called the king's court where i dive in and i talk about everything as it relates to what's going on my personal opinions and i want to use that platform to create a safe space for men because that's something that's missing in today's day and age but we'll get into that you know another time but i'm happy to be a part of this podcast i can't wait to get on future episodes and woo, go sonic Awesome. Yeah. Th thank you for joining us, Paul. And next we'll go with Houston. Thanks, Luis. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, just by way of introduction, I am Houston Poland and I'm a massive fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. I have been since 1993 when I got Sonic 2 and a Sega Genesis for my birthday when I turned five and haven't stopped since. I still play that Sega Genesis and I still play Sonic 2. And as a matter of fact, I still have Sonic 2 right here, the original one that I have played for years. Um, and I collect um, all kinds of collectibles and I uh, really enjoy all things, you know, nice, healthy dose of pop culture and um, comics and video games and movies. And, you know, those are, that's really a, uh, why I'm here is because I'm a huge Sonic fan and I love being able to do, you know, 
these kinds of things and looking forward to co-hosting for as long as we'll be doing this uh, podcast, hopefully for many years to come. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being a part. And yeah, it's really amazing. You, you still have the same Genesis, right. That you had from back then. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Treasure. Same <laughs> cartridge right there. The exact same one. There it is. Yep. Wow. That's the one that was bundled mm-hmm. too. From from what I see, I see the yep. sticker there. That's was, that's cool. It was um, the bundle, and it was it's awesome. I still still play it. Cool. So next, uh, we'll go with uh, Shalice. How are hey, you? How we doing? My name's Shalice Miller. I reside in Memphis, Tennessee. I've been a Sonic fan since 1991, when his first game first stepped out onto the, onto the cloud gaming platform world. I, you can also call me Shay. Shay is also my nickname. Um, I've just been a Sonic fan since then. I do admit that I fell off the rail a little bit because I almost thought he went off the rail because I didn't know that he had any other games until I came across Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure did. And I was like, oh, wow, he's still making games. <laughs> and I, I fell back in love with my little blue hedgehog, and I've been following him since then. Well, I did grow up watching Sonic Set AM too. And well, just being a, being a Sonic fan, I've been to only one Sonic Boom convention throughout my time of being in the Sonic, Sonic fandom. And I, I gotta say, I hate COVID has canceled it. It really bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> but that's yes. just a little bit about me and my Sonic head off fandom. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, if it makes you feel better, I've never gone to that convention, but. Now Neither that have I. you're telling me about it, I, I need to go. <laughs> uh, well, last for now, uh, I'll, I'll go and, and give my introduction. Uh, so my name is uh, Luis Urbano, and I actually do have other podcasts, and I've had others in the past, but currently I have uh, three. Uh, we're four now with the Hedgehog Zone, but I have State of the Republic. It's a podcast about all things uh, Sacramento Republic FC. It's uh, a soon-to-be professional soccer team in Sacramento. Um, also have the College Solvers. It's a podcast for college students. And uh, last, I have uh, Pasión Mequis, and that's a podcast for uh, Mexican soccer. So um, I keep pretty busy with uh, the podcasting world. Um, I am from the Central Valley in California, Modesto to be specific. Uh, a lot of agriculture around here, as uh, many of you might know. And so it's it's been uh, my home ever since I was born. And uh, other than that, how I became a Sonic fan, um, funny story. So when I was uh, younger, I actually would play the Sega Genesis games, but I never actually owned a console. So anytime I would actually play a game, it would be at a friend's house, at a relative's house. And so uh, sadly, I never owned one. I'm still looking for one. So if anyone's uh, selling one and it works still, then uh, might be interested in purchasing it. Um, But uh, if we flash forward all the way to... 2002, 2003, I believe, one of those two years, uh, I actually uh, got a GameCube uh, as a birthday present and first game that I was gifted. And I didn't even ask for it. It was just the first game that my parents decided to purchase for me was uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And uh, initially, I wasn't too sure what to expect. But after I started playing it, I instantly got hooked and I became a big fan ever since then and if we 
flash forward to two or three years afterwards, I actually uh, started a couple of message boards uh, back when you know message boards were a thing and all that. And I had a, a pretty successful uh, message board called Blue Hedgehog. And it ran all the way from like 2006 to like 2012-ish around there. Uh, and so uh, I've really been into everything Sonic and really uh, getting to talk to you guys here. And then anyone else who joins the podcast later on uh, is going to be really cool because uh, I actually personally don't know anyone that is as big of a Sonic fan as you three here. And so I am really glad that uh, you made the decision here to join in on the podcast. Let's uh, get on with the next topic here on the podcast, which we will talk about our top five Sonic games. I know this probably wasn't an easy decision for most of you, uh, as it, was it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we'll start with you, Paul. Uh, what are your top five? My top five Sonic games. Huh. Now, this was really, really difficult for me because there were a bunch of, like, there's a whole bunch of Sonic. It's a slew of great Sonic games, but I just had to boil down to my top five. Uh, I wish we could do honorable mentions, but we'll do that another time. So we're going to jump right in at number five. I have Sonic Riders because it Sonic Riders for me was... Sonic's version of Mario Kart where they don't have carts but they're riding on boards and they got different styles and different tricks and everything like that. When I first played it, I was like, this is, it, it was really exciting because it was new. Uh, Sonic's, we were used to Sonic being on the ground and now we're transitioning to the overboard. So he has to kind of learn on the fly, but he's still very witty and Tails is doing his thing on the boards. And I love the storyline, love the plot. Um, if Sonic were to do an All-Stars like Mario did this year, Sonic Riders would be at the first on my list. Um, I, I think it's it's a great all-around competitive game. Like, And just so you know, if I were to challenge all three of you in the World Prix, I would use Nuggets, Knuckles with the, hover, with the skates that allow him to grind so I'll have power and speed. So just be prepared for that. Okay, so going into number four, I have Sonic Heroes because I love the formations that you could have with the different characters. The storyline was excellent. And I love how you get to got to play as all three different teams and they all kind of converge together. Um, my favorite was Team Chaotix. And it was the first time I actually met SBO. Uh, and I knew that he was in an earlier game, but I'd never played Knuckles Chaotix. So I didn't know too much about it. Um, but I love the gameplay. The story mode was really good. Um, and that's pretty much it for that one. At number three, I have Sonic Mania because it brought back all the nostalgia of all the previous Sonic games. And I love how they redesigned all the different levels to make to where that you would think that, you know, this was here back in the those, but in old days, but in Sonic Mania, it's like, uh, not, not, not so fast. You know, so I love all the different twists and turns that came along with it. Um, I was a little upset with Sonic Mania because they didn't bring um, Emerald Coast from Sonic 2. I was kind of looking for that one, but, um, but I was like, eh, I, 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 did, I did like the levels that they did bring. So that's uh, number three. And number two, at number two, I have Sonic Adventure 2, which was really cool. I love the fact that they decided to have an evil Sonic because that's the way they sold it. That's the way they marketed it, where you had Sonic as the hero, of course, and then they just 
described Shadow as the evil Sonic. So I was like, oh, you have an evil Sonic, huh? How did that happen? So I got really interested. Um, I love Shadow's backstory, and we later learned more about that in, in Shadow the Hedgehog back in 06. Um, but I just loved how they battled, and it was like, well, you have this, you have that. And my favorite thing about Sonic Adventure 2 was the music. The music was fantastic. I love the fact that all the Knuckles levels, you had a rapper, Sonic had a band, Tails had this. So the music was fantastic. And with that, I go to my number one game, favorite Sonic game of all time was Sonic 2 on, on the Sega Genesis. The very first game I played, the greatest of all time because it was the first game I had. And I remember just going through all the different levels and you know, hearing the f- sounds of all the rings and getting hit by the enemies and remembering all the different levels, knowing all the secrets. Um, it was one of the few games that I can remember playing straight through because there are a few Sonic games that I played where I didn't make it all the way through. And I was like, ah, I wish I would have made it through this one. But Sonic 2, um, I'll always have love for that one. Like, I, I wish I was like you, Houston, and had the original cartridge and everything. Like, you are a super fan, my man. Like, please hold on to that for the rest of it. Don't ever sell it. Don't do nothing. Oh, yeah, no, that's not <laughs> And you are a man uh, of great taste, by the way. Great taste. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. So those are my top five Sonic games. Uh, can't wait to hear everybody else's. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Sonic 2 is uh, something else in, in the world of the classics. Uh, well, with that being said, uh, let's go on with you, Houston. Uh, I have a feeling we know what one of those games is, but you tell us your top five as well. Oh, yeah. With pleasure. Here we go. So um, this was a really hard decision to make simply because Sonic, right? I would say if we were looking at my top five favorites, I would start with Sonic Adventure as number five. Um, I personally really liked Sonic Adventure simply because it reminded me, it was around the era of, you know, Nintendo 64 came out, Super Mario 64, and then the Dreamcast came out. And one of my greatest regrets was that I never got a Dreamcast. And I would go over to my cousin's house just to play Sonic Adventure because I loved it that much. Or it would be at the store and you could do the demo at the store. Every time I went to Target, it is All I did was go over there and play that because I was in love with it. And I begged and begged and begged and I never got a Dreamcast, but I loved Sonic Adventure and I finally got it later, a few years, a few years later. And I just, I I love that game. It has a lot of meaning to me and I really, really like it. Um, For number four, drum roll, please. Um, It's um, probably going to be Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. So when I got uh, my GameCube, I started playing that like you would not believe. And I just became immersed in it. I couldn't pull myself away from it at all. And I love, 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 uh, you know, the Sonic Adventure games. I think they're, they're just great games. And I enjoy them. Uh, for number three, Sonic Mania. I yes. love Sonic Mania. It is so much fun. It's very nostalgic. And I've turned it on to my kids who I'm like, guys, you should play this. And Absolutely. Son, right? You got to influence them young. And I'm like, 
my son is my son is a Mario fan. I don't even understand how that happened. I mean, I like Mario, but oh, when we do the Olympic Games, oh no, 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 Sonic all the way. So I really, really love the um, uh, Sonic Mania game. It just is so nostalgic. I love the way it functions. It's just a great game all the way around. So I really, really like it. My number two is Sonic Two. Um, what? I, yes, I know. I'm going somewhere with this. Just oh, okay. I okay. know. Shocker, shocker. I know. <laughs> I know. So Sonic Two was my first Sonic game ever, and it, you know it's more like a tie, and I'll tell you why it's a tie in a second. But okay. I love Sonic Two. It. You guys see, I have my Sonic Two. I've been playing for the past almost like 27 28 years right here in my hand so i really love sonic 2 there just that game is so great from the perspective of you get to do so much it really immerses you and introduces you to sonic on a level that you know that's the game to play if you're going to get introduced to sonic seriously it's the game to play and i still have my sega genesis i play my sega genesis at least once a month at least and i go through a whole, you know, time of binging Sonic games from the Sega Genesis, which leads me to my number one Sonic game, Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, <laughs> yes. So Sonic and Knuckles is great. And that's where I got to meet my beloved, my beloved Knuckles. Uh-huh. I got to meet my beloved Knuckles. I love him. He's my favorite. And what's really great about that game is you get to do this really cool thing where you get to open the case and plug in another Sonic game and you can play as Knuckles in Sonic 2. You can play as him in, you know, I just, it's awesome. It's so cool. And I really, really love Sonic and Knuckles because like I said, and actually I'll, I'll send you guys a picture, but my birthday cake this year was the Sonic and Knuckles um, logo. My wife made it for me and it was awesome. So I'll have to send that to you. And it was actually blue velvet and red velvet on the inside. So, right. Blue velvet. Don't get me salivating over here. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So like I said, that that would be my my top five list. I would love to add more, but if I had to pick my five, those would be my five. Yeah, you know? you really had me with Sonic Two as your number two. I was like, whoa. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a challenge to to pick the top five. I mean, as you guys are, are talking about some of your games, I I'm looking at my list and I'm like, oh yeah, there's there's some of games that could have made it there, but it's so hard to rank them sometimes too, but. Yeah, I agree. The Sonic and Knuckles thing that they did, I, I don't know. I think it was revolutionary for its time. The I fact that I they agree. were able to get it. Yeah. I so. can't pick a, I can't put a number one Sonic game that doesn't have Knuckles in it. I just, I can't do it. So I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. That's, okay. yeah. Look, look at it. He's been in, in most, right? So uh, that that is good that he has been around there. Uh, so next, uh, Shalice, what, what's your uh, top five? Okay, so my top five would be number five for me. Maybe if you must, but <laughs> Sonic and the Black Knight really got me back when, back on Wii. I don't know if anybody's ever played Sonic and the Black Knight, but it was just like nostalgic for me. Well, I won't say nostalgic. It's like 
it was a good game because it lets you dive into a deeper story form of a whole different world of the medieval world. And I was like, that was amazing. I, I love Sonic and the Black Knight. I ain't gonna lie. If I still had my Wii, I would still be playing Sonic and the Black Knight right now because its mechanics and its playing and its playing field just really blew my mind. And okay, then. And then for number four, my number four one would have to be Sonic Rider Zero Gravity. I like that storyline a lot. And I like that I like that play playing that game a lot too. Because I like playing that in most play because I just love kicking my friends' butts in that game. <laughs> but that and I, I would have to say that Sonic Riders and Sonic Rider Zero Gravity both kinda go neck and neck with me on number four because they they just both great, good, great racing games for Sonic. For Sonic to be getting into the racing genre, they were great racing games for Sonic. And number three, I'm gonna have to say that my number three would be Sonic Generations because this is what made me feel nostalgic. I felt like I went back in time for real on Sonic Generations because I got to play mostly all the stages from mostly all the games that I played throughout my Sonic playing history. I, I mean, going back to Emerald Hill, back to Chemical Plant, uh, City, uh, was that City Escape? All of them. But I really love City Escape the most in some generations because how they updated the truck chase. The truck chase was epic in that game. It, it, it scared me a little bit, but you know, like that, that truck chase was extremely epic in, in some generations. I'm not going to lie. Because that truck went haywire in Sonic Generation. <laughs> number my number two game will be Sonic Three and Knuckles. Sonic Three and Knuckles, where you got the both of both words. You got to play Sonic Three and you got to play Sonic Sonic and Knuckles as well too. And you got to play as Knuckles. Give me that. Huh? And you got to play Knuckles in Sonic Three. <laughs> but what made me like Sonic Three and Knuckles and stuff the most was playing my Emerald levels. I love playing the Blue Sphere game. Yes. I love Blue Sphere. Playing Blue Sphere game was the best game and part of playing Sonic games. And I also loved how in Sonic 3, the Sonic 3 and Sonic 3 Knuckles, they gave the shield special abilities. The shields was yep. like, you can, you can do it like a fireball back and forth throughout the stage. You can collect the rings with your lightning shield and you can do it like a lightning spark and your bubble protected you. I loved it. Love that about the shield. How they updated that in Sonic 3. And my number one Sonic game is going to have to be Sonic 2. Hey! <laughs> my number one game is Sonic 2 because, okay, call me a little sickle for this, but <laughs> I like Sonic 2 being in my number one game because I used to always like make a tail of beef on the bombs during the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say, you know, if that's the case, if we get to, so can I combine my number one and two and then add another one into there? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna fly, Luis. <laughs> Luis, no, I mean, oh crap! I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry, but yeah, I don't think that's gonna fly, Houston. Nah, <laughs> oh, come on, no combinations here, but. Uh, yeah. And what, what, another thing about Sonic 2 that made me love it was the ending song had it turned into a full song in uh, Sonic 06. We'll get into Sonic 06 a little bit later. It turned that into that's a uh, theme in Sonic oh, Sonic 2 into a full song in Sonic 06. I don't know if y'all could tell the difference or hear that. 
or not. Mm-hmm. But that's about my top five right there. Yeah, all of you guys have great lists. And I, what I will say, uh, I love how you mentioned Sonic 3 and Knuckles because I love I really like that because the storylines kind of fit into each other where you had Sonic 3 and if you combined it with Sonic and Knuckles, it goes right into Sonic and Knuckles. So you played them combined. Exactly. So that that's that's the one thing I loved about that game. Yeah, that, that was absolutely amazing. agree. Yep. I mean, it would have been interesting had they called it Sonic the Hedgehog 4, right? Just to continue on with the numbers. But I guess the Knuckles was a new character, and that's why they wanted to emphasize it right on the title. And they did a great job of it. I love that game. <laughs> uh, so here goes uh, my list, too. There are some that I, I yes. think I share with you guys and some that I have them in different order. But my number five... And you all might have it probably in your worst vibe. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I didn't hear it. And uh, I was debating between this one and Sonic Mania because I did really like Sonic Mania. But got to go with the very first Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, it's how we got introduced to the Blue Blur. And yeah. it wasn't as great as two. But still, you know, you still get that nostalgia of it being the very first game that ever came out. And I think just for that, I think it has to always be in a top five just because it was the very first one in uh, number four i have sonic adventure uh, dx not the first one but the re- uh, release for the gamecube uh it was it was just so great i mean they they did a lot of improvements from the original one to adapt it to the gamecube and the storyline was good i mean going through all those boss fights against chaos was really great leading up to the grand finale fight uh, everything was was good uh, and and i think uh, like you guys were saying with the adventure series that was well done uh, I, I know it's a dream for most of us sonic fans to have a sonic adventure 3 it's been uh, quite a while <laughs> since uh, people have asked sure, i want a sonic adventure 3 honestly <laughs> yeah but we'll dive into that later that's true yeah that'll be a, an, another episode too that we could just even <laughs> uh, dive into for a long time um but yeah, that, that would be my uh, number four. Uh, number three, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, I know most of you had it at the top two. I, I, I really liked it, I got to say. Had these other two games not been out before then, I would have said it's my number one. But my, other, my top two came out afterwards. And uh, you know, I just I, I can't put them before them, I think. Uh, but for its time, I do have to say, out of the classics, definitely the very best one before the adventures came into play uh, i mean who who can forget the chemical zone was such a classic the song is so great it's one of my favorite songs yeah. and the casino level is so amazing especially when you get to do the the slots and the pinball it it, it was just a, a something else it, it was like a mini game inside of a level uh, and so that that game was just full of uh, different classic levels that I think most fans remember more uh, so, besides Green Hill Zone. I wanted to just touch on that for a second because growing up in Las Vegas, Nevada, that casino zone was so cool to me because I was like, oh my gosh, they're in casinos and we have casinos <laughs> on the strip. This is awesome. So special place in my heart for that level. Yeah, it seems like they got it right. I've never been to Las Vegas, but it, coming Neither from you, I. I, I can really uh, see that you know it was really 
good, especially for its time, right? I mean, you got flashy lights everywhere, and yeah, I mean, it was uh, something much different than you would see at a Mario game. Definitely, I think it put Mario games uh, down by a lot. <laughs> uh, so, in my uh, top two, number two, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. As I said, it, it was the game that got me really into Sonic games. Uh, storyline was so amazing. I think out of all the Sonic games, uh, I think it's the best storyline in my opinion. Uh, really well done. The fact that you could play as the heroes or as the villains was good. And the fact that you had to play as both to get to the final storyline was even better because it forced you to be on the good and the bad side. And I, I think as, as Sonic fans, yeah, we want to play as Sonic, but to be able to play as Shadow and even, even Dr. Eggman. I mean, he could be the villain and whatnot, but I thought it was really funny uh, seeing him in, in some of the levels, uh, especially when uh, you saw him in the uh, Chow Garden places where he was out of his- yes. uh, they need to bring that back. I love the Chow. That yes. was actually another reason why I think this game uh, was so amazing and why uh, I'm surprised Sega hasn't brought back the Chow Garden it was so addicting to raise as many chow as you wanted and to you know make them look like however you wanted if you wanted to put a pumpkin on them you could put a pumpkin on them and whatnot and the fact that they had hero and dark and neutral and you could go beyond that it, it was just so amazing how many combinations you could do of a uh, chow and the races and all that and so hopefully they bring back that in a future sonic game i know everyone really loved that and so I'd be really surprised if uh, it never comes back, but definitely uh, something really cool in addition to the main game. And as uh, my number one, and this is one of the most nostalgic games I've ever played, Sonic Generations. It was so cool, like Shalice was saying too, and playing some of those levels, it brought back so many like flashbacks to all those games, all those iconic levels, and to be able to play them, not just in modern Sonic, but with classic Sonic 2 was like a, the biggest twist. I never knew that like that that's how they were going to do it. I thought each kind of Sonic would play their own thing. But, you know, I, I thought that was really well done. They brought back some of the amazing boss levels. My favorite one, without a doubt, the Metal Sonic battle, that famous battle that happened in Sonic CD, bringing that back. That song is probably my number one actually song aside from chemical plant zone and so uh, it it was just really good really well done uh, from beginning to end and I don't think any other game would ever top that because of how many levels were packed into one game and how well uh, it was all uh, put together including with the soundtrack I mean that's <laughs> that's something else so that is uh, my top five so yeah y'all had some great top fives like and we and I love that we all have Sonic Two in our top five because it was the kind of the first that we kind of played. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now I will say this: Sonic One. I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a worse game, but it was one of those things where it's like you played it, and you couldn't really figure it out, but you <laughs> love it because it was the first. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't put Sonic One as a worse game. You know, no. just to kind of no. go into you know our top five worse. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing you know, I, I want to say about Sonic One. Another thing I want to say about Sonic 1 is the, um, you know, they in incorporated the uh, iconic legendary cheats into Sonic 1. Mm -hmm. You all remember the iconic legendary cheats? I, 
I, I don't think I remember the legendary sheet. Nah. Up, down, left, right, hold button, A, and start. Nope. Never used it. What? The only sheet that I've ever used, like on a controller, was on a PlayStation game. But we we're going we're going to delve deep. In, we're going to delve into that another time. But yeah. I remember one time where. I did a cheat and my brother, he just kind of yanked the controller and we were playing, um, I think it was Sonic 3D Blast and he just yanked the controller and the system messed up, but it unlocked all the levels. And I was like, whoa, how did that happen? (laughs) So (laughs) my brother was kind of a hacker in that area. But I I love all the different stories that are attached to it. And I love that. I, I just love that we all love Sonic the Hedgehog so much. I'm, I'm excited for this. I really am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, me too. I, you know, Sonic 1 is great. And it's funny because when you talk about that cheat, I remember that cheat. Oh, do I remember that cheat? And I've never oh, used it, honestly. Really? Never used it. No, because see, I didn't, because like when I was growing up, the first games I played were the second of other games. The first Sonic game I played, yeah. Sonic 2. The first mm-hmm. Tekken game I played, Tekken 2. First right. Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2. 2. First yep. Crash, first Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back. So I got the That's second of the thing, and I started to go into you know the growing of you know Sonic 3 and then all, all the other games that came forward. I didn't start playing Sonic 1 until a couple of years after I've learned about it. I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is only the second game. So when I started playing Sonic 1, I was like, okay, you know, you couldn't do certain things. Like you couldn't do the, the rev up role like you could do in Sonic 2. And the shields weren't as up to date. It was a great game and it had really good music, surprisingly, because um, because I, I like to, I'm a, I'm a music lover. So whenever I play games, I like to listen to the music while I'm playing. So Sonic 1, it had some okay music, you know what I'm saying? The levels were all right, you know what I'm saying? But Sonic 2 was where I was like, okay, I love how the levels, you know, intertwine with the music. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I hear you there. That cheat code that you're referring to, is that the one that lets you skip levels ahead or unlock all the levels? Is that Unlock all levels. That one? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've done that one before. I have to admit that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've used that favorite. plenty of times. <laughs> my favorite song on Sonic One would have to be Starlight Zone. Yes, that song was iconic for me. Now, oh, yeah. I think I think my my favorite from Sonic One music wise was Spring Yard. Where it go, dit, 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 and it go, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like that. I I, I can bump to that. Oh, <laughs> see, I'm still partial to the um to the casino level music of course yeah you, you you're vegas just, i'm not surprised <laughs> i'm tied to that music i love it so <laughs> yeah no that, that that was definitely a good song we are going to have a podcast too on our favorite uh songs and that might be another hard one to figure out because oh, yeah. there's just so many so many songs out there that that they've done good i think even in the worst of worst games i think there's been some really good songs too and so uh, kudos to the Sonic team and to Sega and anyone else involved in the selection of those songs because they they're really on point. Absolutely. So uh, moving on to pro- the part we probably don't like, and it's the worst five Sonic games. Uh, this was kind of hard for me to pull together as well, probably for all of you as well, being uh, Sonic fans. But mm-hmm. uh, we do have some of those. I know. I know. 
for everyone listening, there's probably one game that comes to mind uh, to everyone. And surprisingly, that's not one that I actually share. Uh, I'm, I'm actually one of the few that doesn't share that one. And you guys might be surprised, but how about we start uh, with you, Paul, and let us know what, what are your the worst uh, Sonic games? All right. So so I'm going I'm to give, you, give you a little caveat here. There's a game on my top five worst list that I've never played. But I'll but I'll tell you why I think it's the worst game when I get to it. Okay. So number five on my worst Sonic games, Sonic in the Secret Rings. I could never get the controls down. Like I'll be sitting there on, on a Wii and I'll just be like, okay, I, I try to do this and I, I can't I can't move backwards and everything like that. And I'm like, this is and the graphics were subpar, honestly. Now, I think I think they could have gotten better with it. You know, that's why I like Sonic and the Black Light Black Knight a little bit more because the graphics were better and the controls were a little bit easier. But Sonic and the Secret Rings, I just could not get. Like I I could the gameplay, I, I understood what they were trying to do and it looked really good. Like it, it was a game of missed potential. You know, but I I I just could not play it like no, so that's number five worst for me. Number four on my worst list was Sonic 3D Blast because I like the levels and the gameplay, but I could never find like how to get the emeralds unless like I didn't have enough rings. It's like the rings were so scattered about, and it's and it's hard because you had different enemies and you couldn't locate all of the birdies that you had to go to advance to the next level. And I didn't like how the boss stages were either. So and it's, it was one of those games where it's like, okay, I played it and it was okay for what it was, but it just didn't fit my style. So I have that. And number three, I have Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric. I, now I'm gonna tell you something. I played a couple of demos of it but what really made me angry with it was how they designed the characters. I'm like, dude, Knuckles does not need a bandana. Like, come on. Like, it, it just does not look good on him. And I try, and I, tr- I tried to warm up to right? it. I, I, tr- I tried to warm up to it, but I was just like, that ain't for me, you know? Um, but I do think it, I do think it had great music. Okay. So, so there's that. What now, Sonic? What Sonic game doesn't have great music? I'm just gonna put that up. Well, yeah, well, well, that's fair. So we'll we'll dive into that, you know, another episode. Now, number two, and again, this now this is the one that I have on here, but I never played, and I'm gonna tell you why I didn't like it. It's Sonic the Fighters because it's an arcade game, and you had the fight characters. I'm like, Sonic is not a fighting character. Come on. Leave that to Mortal Kombat and Tekken and all. like Sonic. That doesn't. That is not Sonic at all. I mean, sure he has different opponents, and of course he's gonna you know fight them to save the world and everything like that. But as far as you know, like like say I'm Sonic and Houston, you're Tails, and we're duking it out against each other. You know, so I'm, I'm just saying that as an example. You know, I, I could I just could not knuckles high. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay knuckles all right uh but yeah i just like when they did that i'm like come on like sonic is not a fighter no sonic is not a fighting genre stick to action adventure all right so that said 
That goes into my number one worst game. Sonic Shuffle. I could not. Dead serious. I understood what Sonic Shuffle was trying to do, but it was worse because for me personally, I, I try to play it. I could not get past the first stage ever. It's like, and then you had the players, the different opponents, like they could take your cars and they could move into different things. And, oh, you had to go over here to get the precious stone. And then um, later on, I, I watched a, like a little long play to kind of get back into it, to see it again. And it, there were some advantages that Eggman had. It's like, you know, after every precious stone you get, you know, you would get the anvil dropped on you for the person who was furthest away. But then when you look at it, it's like the person who was the furthest away was actually the person that was the closest. And I'm just like, wait a second here. Like that's just, but, um, but I just could never get past the first stage. And like I said, I understood what it was trying to do, but it didn't work. Like, honestly. And, but, but if you got, but I, I'm not mad at people for liking it because like I said, I understood it, but it's just not, I, I like Sonic Riders because that's what Sonic Shuffle was supposed to be in my opinion. So those are my worst top five, but I, I want to hear your responses to my top five real quick. My worst. I, I can't disagree with you on, on most of them. Now, what I can say is I think that, you know, th- we have a lot to choose from and there are going to be some that I think perhaps I'll bring up that you might go, Oh, maybe you forgot about those ones, but I can, I, I can tell you that, I think you're, I, I can see you spot on with some of yours. I'm just curious how everyone's going to react to all of our worst. As long as none of our top five or any of in the worst five for anybody, yeah, I think we'll be all right. But, you know, no no heavy debates here today, <laughs> it sounds like. Shalise, what do you think about my worst five? Well, out of your worst five, I got to say, Sonic Shuffle, I've never played it. When I when I looked at videos and things about Sonic stuff, I just like, okay, that's just Sega's version of Mario Party. Mm-hmm. But like, but then after you explained it and everything, I was like, okay, that's a little bit different than I thought it was. So maybe it's not as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> Luis? Uh, yeah, no, I I never actually played Sonic Shuffle. I have to say, uh, I've seen screenshots wow. of it, so I'm not I'm not too sure. I, I never owned the console to be able to play it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did say uh, that. Um, but Sonic the Fighters, I, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I, I was just thinking, how could Tails beat Knuckles? That, <laughs> I know, right? That, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you just can't. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Maybe Houston knows uh, Knuckles' weakness, but I, I just I don't think Tails could. His, his weakness is his ego. Really, really. That's Knuckles' weakness. He's a very proud Achidna. But I think that's what also makes him strong, too. Yes. Even does. though he's egotistical, he's very confident. Yes. It's it's kind of a, a you know, do or don't. <laughs> but he's he's very, uh, yeah, That that's what I think gets him. And he's easily tricked. I mean, if you look at Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles, like he gets easily tricked. And Sonic Adventure 2. Right, exactly. Oh, no, not not Sonic Adventure, no, no, Sonic no. Adventure One. Adventure Sonic one. Adventure One, where yeah. he got where he got tricked, and they ended up losing two Chaos Emeralds because yeah, of that. He, he gets tricked really easy, and you know that that's one of his biggest downfalls is that. Yeah, well, that, definitely. That, that is uh, something that 
that has been, especially with uh, Dr. Eggman. It's mm -hmm. something about him he convinces of all time, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll go over to you, Houston. What are your uh, worst five? All right, here we go. Sit back, my friends. Let me tell you what my worst five are. Right. <laughs> the, the first one that I'm gonna go for is Sonic R. I don't know if you remember Sonic R. Did any of you remember Sonic R? Never played it. Yeah. So uh, racing game, right? I think, or am I thinking? Yeah, about it? it was yeah. it was their first stab at a racing game back in 1997, and it was not well executed, not well done at all. Not it just wasn't wasn't the greatest at all. I can't really stress that enough. Anyway, so there's that. Um, then I, I think you, did you Paul, I don't know if you mentioned the Sonic Labyrinth, any of you played Sonic Labyrinth mm -mm. or Game Gear? No, no? no, so I've heard of Sonic Labyrinth, never played it. It was, it, it was just, it was no, it was just a no, like it, it was not the execution wasn't great. I saw what they were trying to do with it and keep in mind, this was years ago when I had played this, it just didn't have that Sonic vibe that you come to expect from the games and it didn't translate well from that perspective which leads me to number three which is sonic shuffle for what we had discussed here yeah. you know um i think that there was definitely some challenges with that one now let, let me ask you about sonic shuffle did you play it like could you get past the first stage because i had some bad futility i could never get past the first stage yes but it's so hard to get past that first stage if mm -hmm. you don't know really the mechanics behind it. Cause it was there, it was essentially their response to Mario party, right? Like mm -hmm. that's really what they were trying to go for was, you know, Oh, we did Mario party. Oh, we're going to do Sonic shuffle. And it's like, well, I don't know if it's necessarily something that worked. It didn't. And they it made it just too, um, I want to say, you know, they made it, they tried to be too much like Mario in some ways. And I just don't think that that was executed well at all, or at least they were trying to be. So just my, my two cents on the matter. And they may not have been trying to, maybe I'm being a little over exaggerating there, but it just didn't, it may not have been exactly like Mario because it wasn't, it was just not a very well put together game, which leads me to my number two, which is Sonic 3d blast. Okay. I, was just have it was more puzzles than it was actual game mm -hmm. and while i do like a good puzzle that was just not that was just not well done at all it was just not well done so i think that that would probably be my number two number one I, i'm real i'm really worried about what you guys are going to say about number one but um yeah here we go I'm just going to say that um, Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric was my number one. Mm. I was just, no, just no. I couldn't. I, could, I, I, couldn't I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't deal with it. It just didn't, didn't execute well. And, you know, I just, I wasn't a fan. And I do have an honorable mention, but I'm not even going to get into that. But, you know, so Sonic Rise of Lyric, I just, I don't even know what to say. There you have it. Yeah, 
I agree with you. Like, I just, I just couldn't warm up to Sonic Boom at all. No, no. I mean, it, it just wasn't. I, I didn't think it was necessary. I think that there's enough source material from what was established to where you didn't really need to venture off into that kind of space. But you know, they, they did, and I, I just don't think it was as well received as it could have been. I mean, the show Sonic Boom seemed like it had been around, you know, it had a few seasons to it, but it wasn't, it, it just wasn't the same Sonic, if that makes sense. I didn't Chalice. see a lot of speed, a lot of that kind of stuff. So, oh, yes, Jalice. I shared some of your, your top five, too, with the Sonic Rising lyric and everything, which I'll tell you in my top, in my in my worst five with Sonic lyric, and I have my reasons for Sonic R in my top five as well. <laughs> Okay. All right, let, let's hear it. Go for it. Let's let's yeah. dive right on in. What's yours? What's your worst five? Okay, number five for me. Well, number five would be Sonic Rise of Lyric because I agree with you guys. It wasn't all that good. Big Red Button. They kind of dropped the ball when they made that game. And what made me not like it the most was the fact that Sonic. I mean, we know he cracks jokes. He makes little quips and stuff. But in Sonic Rise of Lyrics, he was just too cocky. Extremely too cocky. That was not the Sonic that I grew up with. I was like, okay, where did this cocky Sonic come from? What is this? I'm like, he's too too ballsy, too cocky. I don't like everything. That, that just threw me for a loop with Sonic, with Sonic Rise of Lyrics. I was like, I didn't like that at all. Then number four... It's still in the Sonic Boom series will be the DS version of Sonic. It'll be Sonic Boom Fire and Ice. But they tried to carry Sonic Boom by the lyric a little bit further. Bad, bad idea. Bad idea. Giving them the power of Fire and Ice, come on. No. That was a very bad idea, you guys. Come on, are you kidding me? Big Red Button. Whoever, I don't know who Big Red Button was on the, the, the development team with Big Red Button, but y'all put them back on the show. Put Big Red Button back on the show. They, went, they did not do a good job when they were developing the Sonic games. <laughs> then number three would be Sonic R. And my reason for Sonic R not being good for me was like, okay, we know Sonic is, he's fast in the speed of sound. What kind of running was he doing in Sonic R? What right? was that? What was that? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thankfully, I've never played it, so... Um, count yourself. You had him, like, jogging <laughs> like this. I'm like, what is that? It's kind of like when uh, Robotnik in the movie was, like, running from the T-Rex slow motion style. <laughs> kind of what it reminds me of. <laughs> right? Like, what is, what? I was like, when I played Sonic R, I was like, what is that? What is that? What is going on? No, Sonic R, y'all, y'all messed up. And another bad mechanic about Sonic R I didn't like, they only had five chaos emeralds because there were five stages. And how you had to get the emerald? Come on, no. Give me a break here. No, that was a bad. That was a bad thing too. You had to open up the secret path to get the uh, emerald. Like really? Like really? I had to open up a door to get an emerald. Get at her. Beat it. Okay, and that brings me to number two. Which would be Sonic and the Secret Rings. I agree with you, Paul. Sonic and the Secret Rings, the play mechanics was just awful. 
I hated playing Sonic and Secret Rings, just using the motion controller. I couldn't back up. I stayed beefing in the walls. And it's like when you're when you're trying to get him to go left and right, if you ain't turn the controller just right, he gonna beef it again. I'm like, okay, forget it. Sonic, 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 and the Secret Rings. No, it was yeah, a no-go. That's why I me. said that. That was purely a game of missed potential. Exactly. That's why Sonic. I guess that's what Sonic and the Black and I was supposed to do to fix that misplaying potential. Potential that mm-hmm. Sonic and the Secret Rings brought. And the story of Sonic and the Secret Rings, the genie and the little girl genie in love with each other, so she's trying to stop him because she's in love with him. Come on. Now, I don't have a problem with the storyline and what they were trying to do, but the gameplay just was not executed properly. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that brings me to number one. And I don't know if y'all are going to agree with me or not, but number one for me, Sonic 06. Oh, yes. yes. I've been waiting on this. Ah, yes. Come on. Tell me why. Tell me why. (laughs) Sonic 06. Oh, my God. Uh, The story, the the character design, Eggman being skinny and stuff. I'm like, Eggman being skinny with skinny little bone legs and a big old gut. (laughs) Come on. I don't remember Eggman being like that. He was egg-shaped for as long as I remember. But that Eggman, (gasps) they, they designed on there. I don't know. What was that? What was that? And then... Eggman was usually always... I mean, even from Dr. Robotnik's stages and going into him, he was always kind of top-heavy. Yeah. The storyline, him, the princess, kissing and stuff, no. And one of the game mechanics that I always could not stand about Sonic 06 the, I couldn't stand how the camera would always mess up when you're trying to home and attack somewhere and the camera angle just go over her and go over her. I'm like, oh my God. I don't oh, know yes. why I just home yeah. attack too. Yeah. And then you die. Yeah. Um, and oh. lastly about Sonic <laughs> oh. 06, the one thing they drove me nuts was the Sonic Speed stages. You get beat by a rock, you lose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. come on, really? Yeah. Now, right. I'm going to tell you something, Shalice, okay? I wanted to put Sonic 06 as one of my worst, but the reason that I didn't is because it's the same reason why I had Sonic and Secret Rings on my top five is because it was a game of missed potential. Now, I love the fact that you had an actual princess in an actual kingdom that was in an actual... So, I again, I, I appreciated the storyline, but the mechanics were horrible. Um, and it was, it was way overhyped for what it was, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, cause I remember the hype around it, you know, when it was coming out, it was like new Sonic game, Sonic the Hedgehog, it's going to be really good and everything like that, you know, but th- the graphics were okay, but the, the gameplay itself. Um, and also I didn't think of Sonic 06 as a worse because I like how they tried to incorporate the new elements with the princess. And I didn't, I didn't mind Sonic you know, carrying the princess on certain levels. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind the storyline at the end where, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of getting close. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't mind that. But so if I didn't have Sonic in the sick range, Sonic 06 would be right there. But, you know, that that's why I didn't have Sonic 06 as my, as my worst. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. You know, Sonic 06, they could have done something so much better. 
with that. Yeah, I I think we are as Sonic fans long overdue for a really good new generation Sonic 3D type game. And I mean, I might be in the minority on that, but I love the 2D function, right? Like Mania, great, right? Sonic Mania, great. But I really would love to see like an open world type of Sonic game that you can like really work with, you know, the open world environment, speed through it, like, you know, fly over with tails, um, knuckles and whatnot. I, I think- I like so how cool. they did with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly that what I'm looking for. And it, but you know, the Sonic 06 game just- I don't know. I think I I think that's the kind of game that would leave a really bad taste in people's mouths for 3D for a game. And I think there's so much better we can do with this this property in terms of open world type settings and whatnot. But Sonic 06 was just I just I have to agree. I just have to agree with you. Yeah, no argument for me here. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> So th- what about you, Louis? That's actually you? the game that uh, when I said uh, there was one game, uh, that is actually the game that I'm in the super low minority of those that uh, don't think it was that bad. Uh, I, I do have to admit that the glitches were bad. I, I experienced them at times, of course, but I really enjoyed seeing Silver being introduced uh, as, a, as a character. Yes. I think you know, he was really amazing. I, I wish that we would have seen more of him though. I feel like he was really limited and he's hopefully he'll make an appearance at another uh, game and we'll see more of him and maybe more of a storyline, but uh, th- definitely I think he, he added uh, a lot to, to the game as well. And so I thought, you know, again, it doesn't make my top list, but uh, in worst list, I think I have other ones that beat it by a lot. <laughs> um, and so with that being said, you know, I'll name some of my worst tier, which uh, heads up that there are, I believe, there is one game here that one of you actually had in your top. So, uh, oh, here we go. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> I'm excited. Please proceed, Luis. We're ready. So, um, so I'll start with my number five. Uh, I agree, Sonic the Fighters. It, it just it wasn't there just like you were saying paul like they, they wanted to be mortal Kombat, and sonic is not in that genre will never be in that genre and I, I just don't understand why they even thought that was a good idea i know mortal Kombat was top at the time street fighter as well but mm-hmm. you, you just can't can't put a a sonic game there too and uh really appreciate it when they added sonic in a super smash brothers though i thought that was a good uh little addition yeah. but for this case, for just Sonic characters, it just doesn't fit well. Although I do have to say, for Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, though, those extra battle scenes, I think, were pretty good. Uh, but that was a whole different story. It wasn't like the fighters. And so that, that one's definitely there. And I think that's why it, it's not one of those games that a lot of people played. I feel like it, it really uh, didn't do as well. Uh, in number four, this game, actually, no one of you mentioned it. Sonic Unleashed, I I just, I didn't like Sonic turning into a werewolf. I don't know who thought it's a good idea to have him turn into a werewolf and uh, you sometimes have to play as him as a werewolf. I was like, yeah, no, come on. That's, that shouldn't be happening. Like it, 
So I, I just couldn't okay. stand that too. Yeah. <laughs> the storyline wasn't okay. Yeah, storyline wasn't entirely bad, but I mean, I just, I just never got around him being a, a werewolf. A were too. hedgehog. I mean, I mean, what the hell? I'll save my yeah, reaction I'll for agree. that for later. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and number three, you guys might really disagree with this one. This one hasn't been brought up. I think uh, Shalise probably knows what Trona I'm going to talk about. I know <laughs> I mentioned it to her. Uh, Sonic Forces. I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed at how hyped up I was for this game. I even pre-ordered it. I, I had the date when it was going to come out. On my countdown, I was like so excited for it to come out. When I finally played through it, I was like, well, the only cool thing I liked about it was the fact that you could create a character, that you could have that. Other than that, I was like, this was not what I was expecting. I think I was expecting some sort of really cool Sonic Generations looking um, kind of a game, but it really, really disappointed me. And it, again, it's the only, or I should say it's one of two Sonic games that I've actually pre-ordered. I typically buy them afterwards. And so it, it was just a shame, in my opinion, at least that it wasn't as, as great. Okay. I can see you guys having a, Mixed reaction, so I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm gonna wait. You, you, you keep going with your list. I want to wait. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, so next up on my list, this is the game that one of you had it in your top five, and that is actually Sonic Riders. Um, I could never figure out how to like guide, and maybe I just should have maybe looked at the manual a little more, but. I just couldn't figure it out all that well. I mean, it probably required more skill uh, to actually play it. It wasn't on the Wii. It was actually the Xbox version, but I I just oh, okay. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I, I I never really looked into it. I think I just gave up early on. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't I don't I don't get this too. And then being that it's mostly a racing game, and when I play racing games, I'm more of a need for speed. You know, actually give me a car and I'll actually race kind of a guy. Maybe Mario Kart. Although uh, I know that they've actually done it well spot on. But in terms of Sonic games, I'm just not that big of a of a fan when it comes to any game that is a, a racing game. Um, and in my number one, I think most of you mentioned this one, Sonic Boom, uh, the Shattered Crystal one. I, I played okay. that yeah. for probably five minutes and I was like, forget about it. I'm not playing this anymore. Like, this is bad. Uh, coming into it, I kind of expected it to not be as good because I wasn't a fan of the Sonic Boom show. I, I was really disappointed with the show overall and with this yeah. game being this way. And I know there's the other game you guys mentioned as well. I didn't even want to play that other game. I was like, it, this one's bad. That one's probably bad too. And if the show was bad, then that, that was a big reflection on on the games. And so... You weren't yeah, missing was... much, Luis. You were not missing much. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I have. Of course, there's some honorable mentions out there as, as you all have your own. But uh, in terms of worst five, uh, those are the ones that I came up with. So, all right, you guys can give me your reactions on those. <laughs> can I jump in first? Because yeah. I think I was the most, I think Go I was ahead. the Go most, ahead. you know, out of everybody. Okay. So here's the thing. First, I'm going to talk about Sonic Unleashed. Okay. I think that, because see, Sonic Unleashed was one of those games where it came out, right? And it came out on all three of the systems where you had the PlayStation, you had the GameCube, and you had the Xbox at the time. 
Um, I play Sonic 06 on a PlayStation version. The graphics for the cutscenes were really good, but the levels for the graphics weren't really that good either. It's, it's like it go from good good graphics on the level on the, on the cutscenes to bad graphics on the levels. But why I like the Xbox version where it was good graphics all the way through. You know what I'm saying? And but the thing, I, but how could you not like a night and day kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's what I loved about Sonic. Early. It's like you had your speedy hedgehog during the day. Everybody loves him the most. But then at night where he becomes a vampire and you had slower levels at night. I thought that was pretty cool. And he had actual and he had different abilities than when he did. You know, when his, but what I would love to have seen and they'll probably well, they probably won't do this. But I wanted to I was curious to see what would a warehog look like as a super version. You know what I'm saying? That would have been really cool. But of course, they didn't do it like that. But um, Sonic Unleashed, it's not it's not a worse game, but you should have to play it on the Xbox to get the better graphics and the better views and everything. But I will say Sonic Unleashed has some of the best music, like spot on, like best music. All right. Now, <laughs> as far as your Sonic Riders worse is I, I can I can understand where you're coming from where you know I played Need for Speed you know I'm I'm okay with Need for Speed you know I'm okay with you know what I'm saying but I think that the hoverboard was the way to really set yourself apart you know from the carts and the cars and all those different things and you said you played on the Xbox version I played the GameCube version so I don't understand what it's like to play on the Xbox version, obviously, and which is why I was a little surprised. But then when you said you played Xbox, I was, I was like, eh, so, so I played the game viewers, but I really, like I said, I like Sonic Riders because it's kind of set itself apart, whereas it's its own thing. You know, Mario had his cart, Crash Bandicoot had the cart, you know, Need for Speed is obviously cars, 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 but when Sonic Riders and you had your own hoverboards and you had skates and you had bikes, I was like, okay, you know, I, I can get with this, you know, but. I'm not surprised that you had Sonic Riders. As you, I'm a little surprised that you had, but I think, like you said, you played it on Xbox, and I was like, okay, so he's coming from an Xbox point of view, and I'm coming from a GameCube point of view, so I get it. Um, but now, Sonic Forces. Ugh. Now, see, here's the thing. I love that you could create your own character. I I kind of appreciated the storyline, Um but I would never consider it as a worse game because I love Infinite. Because he's not he's not Metal Sonic. He's his own boss. And he he wanted to, it's like Eggman created him, right? But then he was like, uh-uh, I, I got a mind of my own. I'm finna blow you out the water. And I love his abilities and the different things. And I love and I love it because of the beginning where Sonic is defeated. You know what I'm saying? And who'd have, who'd have thought at the beginning of the game, Sonic is defeated and the world is, you know, you know, been taken over by the dark forces and you have your own individual character where you could create. Now, I will say the levels were kind of, eh, they could do a little better. The villains could be a little bit better. But like I said, the one caveat was infinite. And I'm really curious to see if they continue with him because I love the fact that he's his own villain. I love the design. I love his. I lo- I really love his voice. Like it's like he's because he's so dark and so creepy, and I was just like, ah. But and, and I, I don't understand how could you think Sonic Forces was worse? You know, I mean, I can understand the levels being like, yeah. But you could create your own character. You know, 
Infinite was really good. But I will, I kind of will say I didn't like the fact that they introduced the old Sonic into it. You know, that that was kind of subpar. You know, I, I really wasn't expecting that. Kind of didn't like it. And there was, and I think that there's certain things about, you know, the modern Sonic games where you have certain levels that are side by side and certain levels where you're just playing straight through like this. And I didn't like the fact that they mixed in both elements. Like if you're going to have a side by side level, let it all be side by side, you know, and if you're going to have a straight level like this, you know, have a straight level just like that, you know? So that was my thing, but I wouldn't never, I wouldn't consider Sonic Forces as a worse, but I understand why. You know what? One detail I didn't mention, and maybe this could add on to why maybe it was bad is uh, I played it on the switch, but I, I should probably look into trying it on the Xbox one because Maybe that that could be a big part of it. I play it on the Switch, right? I have Sonic Forces for Switch, and I that's that's what I know it for as well. And you know, I haven't tried it on the Xbox, but I have to say, I was kind of surprised that Sonic Forces was in the lower five for you as well. I mean, I, I going to what Paul said, I tend to agree with some with many of his points. I just I. I don't think it's a really strong game, but that's just me. Paul, don't, don't. don't. No, no, no. Hey. But I'm just No saying, argument here. No argument I, here. I, but I do, I do appreciate a, a lot of what they were trying to do. But again, this harkens back to what we talked about before, about trying to do something without actually executing appropriately. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think plagues some of the sonic games is there's a lot of great things that they can do that they try to do and it just doesn't get the execution that's the biggest that, that's one of the biggest downfalls for many of those games um and, and many of the ones that we just talked about here a lot of them were experimental type games that they tried that didn't work so that's you know it's interesting to see that Shalice. You fell out when he mentioned Sonic Forces. I'm really excited to know what's on your mind. I was expecting that, actually, because we had actually talked about the Sonic Forces a little bit through through messages. Now, for me, when it comes to Sonic Forces, I like the fact that that it was not pimp. Okay, it may be called Sonic Forces, but the game was not exactly just pinpointed towards Sonic. It was more pinpointed towards you developing yourself as a person in the game, if you think Mm -hmm. about it. True. It's like every stage had your, almost every stage had you as your character in it, or just yeah. you with somebody partnered up. You're right. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. True. Yeah. Well, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, that's true. That's where that came from. Because when Sonic was defeated, you gotta think about it like this: it was up to you to save him. You, you had to go save Sonic. Yeah, and that just blew my. That was like that was just a whole other level of story right there. Because I was like, I'm like, okay, me as the character, I developed myself. I am going to rescue the number one world hero, Sonic. I'm like, come on, come on. How could you not enjoy that? Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Which console did you play it on? I played it on both. I played it on Xbox and I played it on Switch. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. on Xbox, the graphics are a little bit better, but are a bit better. But I enjoyed them on both platforms, on both Switch and Xbox. Yeah, I've never played it on the Switch. In fact, I'm going to be getting a Switch 
pretty soon because uh, I didn't like the Switch when it first came out because it, it just didn't appeal to me as a gamer. You know, growing up, you know, I played PlayStation, you know, in 64. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a PlayStation guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I respect the Switch. You know what I'm saying? No, like I said, I'm, I'm going to get me one because I want to play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and I definitely want to um, play, you know, other games. And they just came out with the fact that, you know, they're not making a 3DS anymore. So I'm like, all right, now it's, it's time. You know my son had uh, to come to terms with that, that they weren't going to be in 3DS anymore. He had to come to terms with it. And then we got him a Switch Lite, and now he had he uses both. But, yeah. Yeah, so so I'm going to give me a Switch. But um, but me being a PlayStation guy, it was it was my first. So I kind of grew up with it. So uh, I played the – now I'm, I'm open to playing other versions. Like if my friends had an Xbox and they had that game, I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. But I will say like with Xbox, the graphics are definitely great. You know what I'm saying? They they do they do go right up to par with how PlayStation tends to do their graphics and things. Um, so, um, so, yeah, I think, I think all of you guys have a Switch and I don't. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely putting a Switch on my list. You know, because like, because like I said, it, it just didn't appeal to me where you had your main system, right? And you had controllers that you take off the system and you could play it like this and you could also play it handheld. And I'm just like, eh, it, it just it didn't appeal to me because I'm used to, you know, if you have a game system, you you hook it up to the TV and it stays just right there. It's stationary where. But I kind of like the fact that it's kind of handheld where you kind of take it everywhere. But I think the thing that I dislike about it is that you could easily lose one of the joy cons if you you know what i'm saying so and i i, I didn't i didn't want to have that problem so i was just like yeah I'll, I'll i'll put that aside for now but then when they came out with the news that they're, they're no longer making 3ds i'm like all right now it's time you know I'll, I'll transition to the switch and there's a couple of games that i really hope that they you know put you know forth later but this is a sonic podcast so we're gonna stick to the main subject here so um Shalice, um, when I was talking about Sonic Forces, I mentioned Infinite. How do you feel about him? I love Infinite as a character, and I loved his background music. That background song that they played for Infinite, that was just a, that was great music for him. And I like that he had his own way of doing things. He wasn't going to listen to Eggman. He's like, Eggman, move out the way, bro. You don't fail too many times. Get out of my way. Let me show you how it's done. And he just took control of everything. Because if you look at it like this, Infinite was the one that took over the world. It wasn't Eggman. Eggman just right. piggybacked off of Infinite. Agreed. Houston? Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I I agree. I 100% agree. Shalice, you know, Shalice, you make excellent points. I just got to say. You really do. I think everybody makes excellent points on why we do and don't like certain games and games on certain systems, too. I think that that's another big part of that is just knowing which one, you know, what works best for which game. Because Sonic Mania, I play it on my Switch. And, you know, and I like it on the Switch, but I also know that you can play it on PlayStation. So, you know, you can use either or. I'm a PlayStation guy myself, but I do like my Switch for that game. Me? Yeah, oh, I gotta say one, one last thing. Go ahead, Luis. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say one last thing on uh, Sonic Forces 2 that I think maybe this is probably the biggest reason why I felt so uh, disappointed too is because we saw classic Sonic on it. So I thought, or at least my visual when I first saw the trailer is that 
I thought it was a continuation from Sonic Generations because they were keeping classic and current Sonic. So I was expecting similar levels to that. And so I think that's where my biggest disappointment came in that my number one game, I thought this would be my number two game because they would follow that one. And so I think that that's where maybe they messed up and uh, classic Sonic should have probably never been introduced in, in this one. And maybe it would have been a completely different game. But just having them there, I was like, eh, well, if he's not going to add anything to the story and it's more like keep him just in the first one. Like don't move him onto this one. But yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. <sighs> No arguments, no further arguments None. from me. Like I think, I think Luis, you had the craziest worst five, <laughs> and that that kind of set everything in motion, where we could all just react to it, and that just talk about it like ah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, uh, I yeah. think our I think our top five and our worst five are clear indications of you know our span of time and depth of gaming that we've had in the Sonic universe. So. That's that's something to be said, but yes, and I, and I, and I, re- I really appreciate how everybody, you know, is like like you said, Luis, you said you played on Xbox, you Houston and Shalit, y'all played on the Switch. So I appreciate the different gaming perspectives here, and it's, and it's not just all one sided. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like I said, I should, I'll it's time for me to invest in the switch. So I'm going to get one. Um, and I, 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 that's the one thing I will say, I do appreciate about it. Right. So I'm the only PlayStation person here kind of. So, you know, I'll, I'll be the one representative for the PlayStation family. I will be getting a PS five on my birthday next March. You know, I don't want to get it when it first comes out, but um, yeah, I, I, I do appreciate all the different perspectives, not just from a, you know, games point of view, but what you played it with. You know, I, I do so I, I do appreciate the insight from that. I'll have my I'll have my PlayStation Five next week, and I'll be happy to tell you how it is. <laughs> oh, please do. I will. Not fair. I oh. couldn't get a pre order. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, it it makes me no nervous because you know I wanted to I don't because like the way that my uh, everything is structured right now, it wouldn't be good for me to get it right off the bat. Right. But my birthday is in a couple of months in March. So I figured, okay, let me wait until then. But what I will do is cause I'm already on the PS plus membership. When the launch happens, I'm going to download all the free games that come with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once I get my PS five, there's, there's a couple of games I want to play and I'll just, I'll dive right in just then. PlayStation five offers an excellent opportunity for the Sonic franchise. If they can capitalize on the new graphics, the new, you know, just new platform in general. There are some really cool things I think could be done if they actually pull pull forward. And actually, you know, I th- there are some things that I think we'll be discussing as the podcasts go over the next several episodes that I think are going to be very interesting for people to hear. So, yeah, that's just my two cents on PlayStation Five and where we could see things going with that. For I agree. Can I just add something right quick? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. want to let you guys know a little something right quick. Um, y'all know how Xbox recently bought Bethesda, the rights to Bethesda. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tell you right now. PlayStation needs to hurry up and jump because they're after Sega next. Xbox wants the rights to Sega next. Oh yeah. Well, they're after Sega. We'll we'll, we'll chat a little bit more about that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, but believe it or not, guys, I actually have not uh, played a PlayStation console since uh, PS2, and I've never, 
never owned one, only a, a PS1. I've always been an X, Team Xbox, so that's that's right. That's where I stand. I'm I'm on Team Xbox. Houston, your reaction faces are a straight up meme, bro. <laughs> it's hilarious. Whoa. Well, I've been told I'm memeable before, but what you know? You are hilarious. You, we have to indoctrinate you. <laughs> yes, I just I just thought I'd. Uh, let let that be be known it's too. Okay. Well, I'm open to. I'm not saying I'm like super into like. I know I just said I'm Team Xbox, but I'm still open you to. Just said you're Team Xbox. Of course you're <laughs> super into it. Come on, man. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. What brings us all together <laughs> is the blue. Yeah, definitely. And luckily, the blue is everywhere and not just on on one platform. Otherwise, uh, you know, moment. I would probably be Team uh, PlayStation. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on to our uh, next section uh, and another difficult thing probably for all of us in picking our one and just one favorite Sonic moment. Now it's going to be hard, but try to like figure out which one you would pick as your one. So we'll get started, Paul. <sighs> now, I'm going to just, I'll just say like, just a disclaimer right here. I'm really thinking about this like off the top of my head, like honestly, like because there, there's there were so many great Sonic moments, of course. And like up until like just now, the fir- the moment that I'm thinking about is the moment that I kind of enjoy the most. But I know I'm probably going to look at other Sonic games and replays and there's like, oh, that was a great moment. I should have said that one. But the f- my top Sonic moment happens at the end of Sonic Heroes, where you beat Metal Sonic at the end of the game, and of course, as Sonic, as Metal Sonic is being defeated, he's like, ah, I'm the real Sonic. I'm Sonic. Da, 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 da. And then, and then at at the cutscene right after that, Metal Sonic was like, but why can't I beat you? And he was like, because we Sonic heroes. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, we don't see Metal Sonic for a while. Um, so, I, and I, you'll probably, you guys are probably going to kill me with the moments that you're going to bring, but that's the one moment I can think about at the top of my head that I can like vividly be like, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. And what I really liked about that is, you know, of course you had supersonic, but then Tails and Knuckles got a little piece of it too. So I was like, okay, you know, so I I, I definitely appreciate that. So that's mine. No, and I know you guys probably have better moments than me, but no, I think that that was a good moment. I remember uh, at the end, right? Like he he goes back to his, his original form, right? He's just like laying there, and he just kind of go, goes away too. And uh, I mean, he was a really good boss, I have to say. Like that, that was a really good boss battle, and and seeing this Metal Sonic all of a sudden turn into this like huge uh, machine, and so that that was that was definitely a good moment. Uh, how about uh, you, Houston? I have a feeling there's probably a uh, knuckles involved in this moment. <laughs> well, okay. So I, I'm going to be honest. I, because of how long and how deep my relationship is with Sonic, it is so hard to pick just one moment that is my all time moment, but I'm going to, I'm going to say this because I uh, truly, I mean it. I, the seeing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, seeing Sonic on the big screen after years and years, decades 
of playing the games, hat, collecting the action figures, you know, all, I mean, my stuffed animals when I was little are Sonic and Tails. They're like right there, right? I loved seeing Sonic the Hedgehog on the big screen. I was just enamored by it because, and it wasn't, you know, everybody's going to have their opinions, right? And it, this is all subjective. This is all for our own personal moments. But for me, that was a big moment because it signifies a lot. It signifies that this brand has not died in decades, right? 1991, when we first got introduced to Sonic, here we are 29 years later, we have a motion picture. Super Mario doesn't even have a motion picture that did as well as Sonic did. Nope. Theirs was back in the 90s. We don't want to get into that. Oh, no. That you bad. know, <laughs> <laughs> this movie opens up so many possibilities for the future of Sonic. And I'm, I'm a... I'm an optimist when it comes to looking forward at things. And I, and I can tell you there, there are some things that we'll, we'll be discussing as we, uh, as we continue in the podcast, but this kind of opens up a, a renaissance, if you will. I can see something opening here that I think is going to be very, very cool for the brand for the future. So to me, that was a huge moment to actually, and that we had it right. So we talked about this earlier where when we first saw the, the trailers and whatnot, we were like, what is that? But then after the redesign and the story was great and the, you know, it just came together so well, it, it gives me a lot of hope. And it was just a big moment for me. Oh yeah, I agree. And that's a future episode too. We'll dive into the movie and how successful it was. And granted, of course, 2020 didn't have that many releases, but still, I think it still could have probably been uh, in the top 10, at least of uh top grossing if not even higher sonic turns 30 next year i want everybody to put this in perspective mm-hmm. 30 next year there's a lot that's going to be coming up so i'm excited that we're going to be uh discussing and we'll and we'll talk just in a little bit about that so oh yeah definitely we're, we're all expecting a really good game i'm, I'm expecting a sonic generations 2 of some sort <laughs> where you incorporate new but I haven't heard anything, but we actually will find out here uh, uh, in the rumor mill shortly. Uh, so l- let's go with you, uh, Shalise. Uh, what's your favorite Sonic moment? Okay, my favorite Sonic moment what, what has to be the end of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. With Shadow's sacrifice. Because yeah. it's like when you see that ending scene, and him and Shadow are putting all their power into pushing the satellite back out into orbit and keeping it from crashing the Earth. You can just see in Shadow's eyes and in Shadow's that he's just putting more strength forth because he wants to not only save the Ark and save the world, but he's trying to save Sonic as well, too. And then when the Ark finally flashes back out into orbit and everything, you just see him fall to Earth and he's like, Maria, did I do it? And he just goes, and I'm like, I know he came back to Sonic Heroes and had his own game and everything, but it's just him making the sacrifice to save the world and save everybody. That was just amazing. I know I'm talking about Sonic, but Shadow's sacrifice and Sonic Mystery Battle, they brought a little tear to my eye. <sighs> that was one of my favorite Sonic moments right there. When you cry in a video game, you know it's good. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. how at the end of everybody talking and everything, and just Sonic says, 
says Maria's key line, Sayonara, Shadow the Head Talk. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Uh, Luis, what about you? What's what's your moment? Uh, my moment is actually really close to, to that moment as well. Um, but my moment, if you go a little bit back before the final hazard battle, when Sonic and uh, Shadow are right there, uh, getting ready to convert into Super, and you just see him like just gather that strength, you see the emeralds kind of going around, and they just transform. It, it was just uh, a really good epic moment because you knew what was next. You knew they were going to fight this crazy monster that was trying to uh, crash into Earth, and the battle itself was good. I think, in my opinion, probably the best boss battle ever, along with the music going on in the background, too. I was like, this is epic. Like, I, I just can't think of any other uh, more epic moment than that one. And, of course, leading way to the last scene that Shalice was talking about, it was super sad. I, I didn't even see that. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't think it was just going to end with him just falling down and uh, us, of course, seeing him back in Heroes, which he was a robot in Heroes, and they haven't really explained what happened in the other games. I, don't, I mean, I feel like he continues to be a robot or not actually still the headshot because he was pretty much done with uh, after uh, Adventure 2 Battle, unless uh, you guys have other uh, ideas on that. But at well, least from Shadow, if you look at Sonic Adventure 2, you know, he's, he's kind of created in a sense. He does look like, I think he was like an actual hedgehog, but then he's kind of like modified because if you look at his feet, you know, he runs as if he were skating, you know, not like actual running, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or it could just be his shoes you know, or it could just be how his feet were designed. And, uh, but after he, you know, goes and Sonic at the end of Sonic Adventure 2 battle, um, I want to say Heroes came out first because mm-hmm. if you if if you play the game, you see Team Dark they fight Team Sonic, and Tails you know while they're fighting they'll say Shadow don't you remember us? So I think what happened was he fell and then he was rescued somehow some way and then kind of brought back. But then you see but then. You know, I think Sonic, I think Sonic Heroes came out first, and then later you had Shadow the Hedgehog, where you really see, oh, here I am. And when he's standing up against the tree, he's like, Shadow the Hedgehog. It's the only thing I can remember. And then you see you know what goes on, you know, later in the story. I think that's how it happened. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but can I just add this? If you pay attention at the end of Sonic Heroes and um and the Team Dark story. What on um, what E one oh two Omega says when they find all the shadow droids, he said that the original must exist somewhere. Mm-hmm. Y'all pay attention to E one oh two saying that. It was like he said that he said he said the original must exist somewhere. So you gotta think about it like this. If all those androids were with Eggman this whole time and the one shadow that they found was abandoned by himself. How you how you can you tell that's not the original? And he mm-hmm. was the one that made the copies of the other Android. That's oh, a fair point. That's yeah, I never thought about that. Wow. That could be, yeah. Well, that's good. That's, good yeah, yeah, that's that. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Cool. So that that's favorite moments. Uh, a lot a lot of uh, great. I'm sure we could do a whole episode on the different moments because there, there have been a lot. And we might do that in the future because I think uh 
there's definitely a lot of uh, nostalgic moments. So last, we actually have a new section that we will be having on every podcast and uh, Houston will be presenting that one. Uh, and it is actually our blue rumor section. So uh, lots mm -hmm. of things going on in the Sonic world uh, or possibly going on, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, can you let us know what, what are some of those things, Houston? Give us the spill the tea. <laughs> so because we're going to be introducing this, the uh, blue rumor section of our podcast, um, and I'm so excited because this is, this is something I love doing. Um, like I said, the 30th anniversary, his 30th year is next year. So there's a lot coming. There's a lot of rumors that we'll be um, diving into and whatnot. So today I'm just going to kind of, you know, make some teases about what, we'll, what we have coming. So there are some game announcements that I know that there are rumors going on, but there are also some things that perhaps may actually be true that we can start discussing. In addition, there's some product that we can start talking about and looking at that are rumored to be coming in terms of, for those of you who like Sonic collectibles and whatnot, there's going to be some things coming out on that front, which I think will be very, very cool. And as we get those, you know, uh, we'll definitely be uh, finding a way to post that for all of you. We'll have some potentially special guests that we'll have on the podcast coming up that I think will be very, very cool for us to speak with. Um, and I think a lot of our Sonic fans out there will be interested to hear their insights uh, from what's what's to come. Additionally, movie rumors. We all love movie rumors to see what's happening in Sonic 2, if there's anything else that can be shared. So I'm, I'm just going to leave that as a tease for the moment of what is to come. And, you know, we'll as we go through and start diving in on our podcasts and whatnot, I think that's going to be something that everybody's going to find interesting is to kind of hear the discussion and you know as we bring guests or what and anyone else that we bring on we can have a dialogue about what we you know what we think of these rumors do we see any validity to them what are the where are we sourcing them from and whatnot and we ask you know our um our viewers our listeners if you are interested in hearing something please feel free to send it to us because we really would love to be able to discuss some of the things that you guys are thinking yes. as well. Yes. Provide feedback. I love feedback. Oh, yes. I love reading yes. comments, you know, yes. so please hit, hit me. So when, when you start hearing, you know, hearing me starting to facilitate this section of the podcast, you know, as we go forward, be prepared because we, we will likely be talking about things that you submit. We're going to be introducing some things that maybe you didn't even think about or didn't even realize. Oh, I have an idea about that or huh? we want to hear your feedback and we want to know what your thoughts are. So, you know, this is just going to be a really fun, um, uh, fun opportunity for us to really dive into the Sonic universe, the Sonic brand, the, and just really understand more. But I will, I, I will say in our next episode, we have, um, we have some things that we're going to be diving into right away as we look into, you know, year 30 for Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm excited. And um, yeah, that's, that's going to be the uh, blue rumor section of our, of our uh, podcast as we go forward. Rumor has it. Yeah. Rumor has it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to yeah, do should, it. I'm sorry. Really I know you did. <laughs> of course you did, Paul. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. It should, should be really interesting. Uh, I mean, like you said, it's, 
his 30th anniversary. We know that Sega has done this already before in the past, right? With every anniversary, there's like something, but being 30th, I think it's a little more emblematic when you get that uh, kind of anniversary. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're really I'm... stoked to see what, what kind of things and what games too, because the, there should be a game and oh. uh, it's been a while, right? Since uh, they actually gave us a game because Sonic Mania wasn't really mm-hmm. produced by the Sonic team. So hopefully they've been working on well, on some stuff. I'll say this. In our next episode, we are going to be talking about some game rumors that are coming in connection with year 30. So that's going to be something for us to, we're going to dive really deep into that in our next um, blue rumor section uh, in the next podcast, because this is just too big of a monument, monumental milestone for the brand, for the characters, for everything, for us not to, not to talk about and realize. So I'm excited that, um, you know, this, this is going to be a big part of what we do. So, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about the game. So just be prepared and stay tuned for the next uh, Blue Rumor section. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks. Speaking of what we said before on you providing us feedback to us, uh, you can do so on social media. If you go on Twitter, you can follow us on there at The Hedgehog Zone. Uh, if you're on Facebook, search for The Hedgehog Zone and you can also um, follow us there as well. Uh, we might be having an Instagram uh, shortly too so uh, be on the lookout for the link to that one uh, but please feel free to send us a message with your feedback any comments you have on any future episodes that maybe you want to see done and you know we'll try our best to work on those episodes uh, or if you possibly want maybe someone interviewed on here as well we can you know get some interviews with uh, voice actors with people behind the scenes with games like please let us know let me just interject we will be having some special guests. So we encourage all of our listeners, our brand new listeners for our brand new podcast, stay tuned because we have a lot coming that I think you'll find to be very enriching and a real connection to much of the great work that's happening with the Sonic brand, the Sonic characters, the Sonic um, you know, dynasty, if you will. So we're very, very excited to be able to have that. And like Luis was saying, a lot to come and the feedback is extremely valuable as uh, Paul and Luis and uh, Shalice and whatnot, as we've all been saying, this is a, is a great opportunity. I am yeah. excited. Let's do it. Hedgehog zone. Woo. Should be awesome. Can we see our logo and stuff? Yes. Oh, good, good point too. Actually. Yeah. So we are actually going to have our logo will be presented this week. Uh, sometime this week, possibly midweek, possibly towards the end of the week, but uh, we are really uh, excited to to see that it'll be designed by a fellow friend of mine who is a amazing graphic designer. She's designed uh, logos for other podcasts that I've had, and so uh, you know I'm really looking forward to uh, how this one uh, will look like as well. And so, that being said, uh, I'll let you each of you give us a final word, and then we'll close this first episode out. So we could start with you, Paul. Uh... Final word. Um, first, uh, like like we said earlier, I love feedback. You know, I love reading comments. I love, you know, talking about different rumors and everything. So I definitely want to team collaborate with you, Houston, on the rumors. Uh, but I'm excited to be a part of this um, because I like to talk, and of course, I love Sonic the Hedgehog, and 
don't really know what else to say. I mean, I, all I know is I got to be at work in a couple hours. So, so I'm, you know, me being an essential worker, you know, I got to, you know, do my thing. Um, so if you, if you're an essential worker out there, you know, whether you're a doctor, a nurse, or social worker, if you're essential, thank you for the bottom of my heart coming from an essential worker myself. Uh, you know, stay strong during the pandemic. We're praying for you all. We love you all. God bless. Thank you. And, and as, as uh, I was thinking about this uh, last segment, uh, I'm going to change it from uh, final word to final ring. And so then we'll, we'll call this the final ring. So each one, each one of you gives your, your ring. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll go with you next, uh, Houston. Uh, what's your final ring? I, I just want to echo what Paul said. I mean, for so many people out there who are our frontline workers who are doing things to keep us safe and, you know, keep life moving forward, you know, uh, hats off to you. We salute you for all that you do. And for anybody who's, you know, impacted by the pandemic who, I mean, let's face it, there's no one who really isn't. Um, we, uh, you know, we're thinking of you, our, our, our uh, thoughts and prayers are with all of you. Um, and additionally, to all of our Sonic fans out there, this is this is meant to be something that can be for all of us and for all anybody who wants that escape, who wants to who wants to, you know, become a kid again. Think about the great things that are happening with a beloved character, beloved set of characters that are attached to this um, this media, uh, this media brand and whatnot. We are we're so excited to be able to offer this to you. And uh, I think I speak for my co-hosts as we say, you know, this is, this is fun. This is going to be a lot of fun and engaging with anybody who's a Sonic fan and really making, um, making something special out of this, I think is going to be great. So we, we're here for you and we look forward to, you know, hearing from all of you and uh, really taking this to, you know, that next level, right. That we always want to in any, uh, any of our Sonic games. So, uh, that's my uh, that's my final ring. Awesome, cool. And uh, finally, we'll go with you, Shalise. What's your final ring? My final ring would be that coming from an essential worker standpoint of view, and being that I'm an essential worker, I'm doing all that I can to make sure that the world keeps spinning as Amazonian. And I also want to just put this out there about feedback and comments. Let's try to keep things clean, subtle, and friendly. Let's not yes. boil yes. each other bark Absolutely. at each other, cuss yeah. at each other. Let's be friendly and calm. And let's just, you know, whatever comments you guys have for us, we're going to come on the podcast and we're going to discuss them. But don't go flaming and burning each other up between the comments and everything. Let's be friendly, calm, and courteous with whatever we're doing. To what? To and, that point exactly, we, Sonic, as I've talked about, my kids, I'm having them talk about Sonic. I want them to feel... I, I want them to be able to watch or listen or see things and not have to worry about that kind of stuff. So yes, we're keeping this clean. We're keeping this um, all about the fans at all ages and really bringing this to be something special that we can all enjoy and have our kids enjoy too. So uh, please remember that Shalise, that excellent point. Thank you, Shalise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looks- I've been a part of, I've been a part of comment that's just gone way haywire before. And I'm like, I'm like, we're not going to want that. We don't want nobody burn each other, cuss each other, fuss each other. Let's just, if you got a comment, 
comment. We're going to come on our podcast. We're going to come and talk about your comment. Just be calm and courteous with it. Don't be all cussing and fussing about it. Please don't, because we're trying to keep this clean for the kids, too. We want kids to listen to these podcasts as well. By the fans, um, for the fans. Exactly. By the fans, for the fans. And and this is an exciting this is an exciting moment for me because this is my first time doing a podcast and I gotta say I am enjoying this I love the conversation that I have with the with the with the leaders of the Hedgehog Zone I'm gonna love this and I can't wait to do more episodes and I can't wait to answer you guys questions and comments so that's my final ring awesome yeah no you three said it all really well and I I do have to tell you three again thank you for being a part of this new project. I'm really excited that you guys are as stoked as I am to dive into all things Sonic and with the Sonic interviews too that we'll have and just really letting all the fans know that we're here to talk about anything Sonic related. And as you said, Shalise, like make sure you keep it friendly, just as we did here. We had our disagreements, but at the end of the day, it, it was more of a of a friendly conversation where we each stated why we thought one thing was one thing. And so uh, that's that's definitely how how we want to keep this uh, going on moving forward uh, as well. Um, also wanted to thank to everyone who has listened to this first episode. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you also want to subscribe to it, even better too. Uh, that, that would actually be super amazing. Uh, you'll be able to be alerted anytime a new podcast comes up. Uh, I know sometimes uh, some platforms might not have it, but each platform calls it a little differently. But out of the ones I use, I know you tend to get a notification when a new episode goes up. Of course, if you follow us on social media, you'll also be able to find out when a new episode is posted. But um, definitely subscribing is a is a really great way to get an alert right to your cell phone right away once you uh, we get something new up as well. Well, with that being said, uh, for us three, for me... I wanted to thank you again for listening to the first episode and uh, we'll catch you on our next episode shortly. Thank you. See you next time. Adios, amigos. Got to dash. Got to go fast. Mm-hmm.